welcome to Dating in the City, Season 6. We're the Conti sisters, matchmakers and co-founders of Matchmakers in the City, an old-school personal matchmaking firm headquartered here in Los Angeles, regularly featured on Access Hollywood, Forbes, Relevant Radio, and more. We've been celebrity matchmakers for 10 years, and now we're spilling all of our secrets about love and relationships to you. Hey, you guys, and welcome to Dating in the City. I'm Alessandra Conti. And I'm Christina Pineda. And oh my goodness, you guys, I'm so sorry that it's been so long since we've chatted with all of you. Oh, Christina, how are you? Doing great. And I think probably our recent LA trip contributed to that length duration yeah we We had such high expectations yes we were planning to record a podcast when we were in LA when I was in LA but it just there was way too much going on we had our photo shoot we went to Disney yeah so for those of you that are new here we um so I Alessandra live in Hollywood now I live in a high rise in Hollywood and work in Beverly Hills so I'm LA based and then Christina is Nashville based. So Christina moved to Nashville about a year and change year and ago. ago. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, has it been a year and a half? Mm-hmm. Christina, that is so crazy. Um, so yeah, this was it was so much fun to have you guys visiting. And Christina, please tell everybody about where you stayed. Oh, it was the most luxurious beautiful view I've ever seen in my life. In all of LA. Windows, floor Mm -hmm. to ceiling windows, the entire two walls, basically. And this was the guest suite for Alessandra's apartment. Yeah. We were thinking, oh, it's probably going to be just a small, we got two because we needed space for our mom was visiting as well. Yeah. But we just, (sighs) I couldn't believe it was as if we were getting a luxury apartment. No, it's, it's, and it's also like, even, I mean, you know me, I go to a lot of like, I go to all the hotels. Yeah. Yes. I go all to, I've been to so many Ritzes, a lot of the Waldorf Astorias. And I'm telling you, even like the Waldorf Astoria, Beverly Hills even the Waldorf Astoria doesn't have views like this. And this is why I picked my building because the views are absolutely out of this world. And my, like where I'm living right now, my, my new loft, um, I like calling it a loft because I feel like it just makes a lot more sense than like apartment because apartment doesn't feel right for what I'm living in. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, and I have you guys, oh my gosh. You have done such a gorgeous job decorating it too. Thank you so much. And so you guys, I made the, so it's a one bedroom with a den and I made the bedroom that overlooks, like I have floor to ceiling windows and it overlooks the Hollywood sign and all of Hollywood um, and all of like LA. It's the hills. It's, it's so beautiful, but I made this room um, and I'm here now. Um, I made it the clawfice. So it's a clo- it's a clo- closet office. So it's basically this like this, it's supposed to be a bedroom, but it's now I have like one of the walls is filled with like like clothing, like like uh but the, the, all this clothing. The other wall is handbags, and I'm still it's still a work in progress, but it's amazing. But anyway, um yeah, so I'm really loving this new. It's only been two months for me now. So um, this is my second month, or is it? Am I going in my third month, Christina? Mm, I think you got August first was your first day. August, yeah, August, September, October. Yeah, I'm in my third month. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anyway, you guys, um, I think we should just hop right in because this, we yes. have so much to talk about. Yes, we do. Stars, so just like us. In this segment, we discuss the top relationship-related stories in pop culture today and how to apply them to you in real life. Okay, so Christina and everybody, 
I need to tell you that the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills trailer is out. And I can't, I can't fully reveal what I really want to reveal because of specific reasons. But you guys, we will fully be watching this season. <clears throat> um, this Christina, the trailer's out. It comes out October 25th. The first the episode. Season. The first the episode. season. Okay, got it. I am, I cannot wait. So uh, we will reveal, obviously, once I am able legally to reveal. But let's just talk about there are a lot of different things that are happening in Real Housewives and in the franchise with the different couples um, of the the, of the 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 different housewife couples. So one of the fundamental couples, and don't worry, you guys, if you don't watch Real Housewives, you can still actually get a lot from what I'm about to say. We so, always apply any celebrity thing to real life scenarios in order to help. Yeah. With dating and with relationships, it's we're, it's exactly. not a section for celebrity gossip. Yeah, even though sometimes we for, do. <laughs> well, we talk about what's happening, but yeah. we're trying to apply it to everyday dating scenarios so that everyone can learn from mistakes or from successes of celebrities who are in the public eye. Yeah. So one of the primary couples are Kyle Richards and Mauricio Umansky. And they also have another television show on Netflix. I believe it's selling Beverly Hills or something like that. It's not selling Sunset, obviously. I'm forgetting the name of... I should really find... Okay, let me just look up Mauricio's show. Mauricio's Hmm. Netflix show. But um, they have... Oh, Buying Beverly Hills. Buying Beverly Hills. Really cute. So... Mauricio is a well-known real estate agent in um in Beverly Hills and um a, a, he I mean he's now his company the agency is now like one of the top real estate agencies in the whole world like 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 billion like breaking billions breaking billions um really really just incredibly successful Um, so anyway, this couple has been married for, I forget the exact number of year, but it's like years, but it's like, like, oh gosh, sorry, you guys, let me look up, um, Mauricio and Kyle, um, how long married just so I can give you guys like a proper 27 years. Okay. Mm. This couple has been married for 27 years and they're like, the star couple of Beverly Hills, like they're just such a fundamental, like they're, they're such an amazing couple, but But Kyle never, never changed her last name. Well, her name is technically Kyle, Kyle Richards, Umansky. Okay. But, 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 um, she goes as Kyle Richards a lot because she had an acting career before she was on like Little House of the Prairie. She, in the Prairie, she was a child actress. I see. So anyway, they've been married for 27 years. They have a bunch of kids together on this beautiful family, like all girls, all of that. But a few years ago and just rumblings around Beverly Hills, having been here, like actually physically here for 11 years, I've even heard that Mauricio has cheated on Kyle multiple times. So it was rumblings and, you know, it it was just, these were rumors, but now they're separated. Like they had put out a statement, like People Magazine got a story that they were separated and that they were like heading for divorce and all of this. And People Magazine ran with it. And at first... They had let out a statement saying, you know, we've had a tough year, but we are not getting a divorce. Um, And I think they'd even said we're not separated. But, and, but, but Kyle was then 
scene with this country music singer, this female country music singer that's 28 years old, which is kind of weird because her daughters are like around that age, but she was just seen, she's been seen with Morgan Wade. Morgan Wade is like a lesbian, like clearly, like, like clear, like I I think she's very Very out. out Yeah. She's very out. And, but her and Kyle have just been seen so many places and then they even did like so all of these rumors were going around that that Kyle was having an affair with Morgan Wade and then they even did this music video Morgan Wade's music they leaned in where it was like all about like Morgan seducing this housewife so they really leaned into this narrative um but at the same time Kyle is very much saying, like, very much saying, leave me alone, leave me alone. Like, this is my real family. Da, 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 da. So, anyway, I uh, just a, a major focus of the trailer was about the kind of degradation of Kyle and Mauricio's marriage. And Mauricio's on Dancing with the Stars right now as well. But anyway, Oh my goodness. So yeah, that is a, that's a really big storyline. Um, and yeah, there are definitely a lot of other relationship storylines that you will see on, on Real Housewives. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to, um, highlight some of those as well. But anyway, Christina, I just want to get your, um, and then Mauricio also did a kind of a really weird, just off the cuff interview with TMZ where like, it's just so bizarre to me that he would, he said, yeah, me and Kyle are separated, but that doesn't mean we're getting divorced. Like we're not divorced. And anyway, so Christina, I just want to get your like in real life. If a couple is going through, you know, issues like, what is, like, is, is, what do you think about, like, a separation? I was just thinking that it seems like they're both doing so much with their careers and with being in the public eye and shows and dancing with the stars, all of this. How do you have time to even have dinner together? Yeah. It's when you're so busy. I would say the first thing to do would be to simplify your life and intensify the time that you get to spend with each other really just go through what those, what the issues are. Do a couples. There are a lot of marriage retreats. There's one called retrovi, which is for couples who are headed on the path to divorce. Mm. And a lot of people who go to that, come out saying this has just totally changed our lives. I would say to try as hard as you can to salvage the marriage because no person, I think we're living in a time when people are thinking that, oh, if I just go to the next thing, then I will finally be happy or the next person, then that will be my future, my happiness, happily ever after story. But it's actually not true because everyone's imperfect That's why I think you just need to dial back. They need to dial. Clearly, they're doing a lot. And it's, in my opinion, if your marriage is crumbling and falling apart, it's showing that's a sign that you're doing way too much and you need to focus on your marriage. If your marriage is a priority, if it isn't, then it's going to crumble. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, it's just, it's so wild to see all of this going on. Um, But yeah, there are definitely other, um, just other exciting things, Real Housewives wise, but I just wanted to put that out there. So let's move on to the next big, um, just (laughs) stars are just like us, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. This budding romance has gotten so much media. It is unbelievable. They may, Christina. they maybe have gone on one date so far. Alessandra is 
Is that true? I think they've been on a couple dates at this point. Okay. Okay. Yes. I think like based on my sources, they've been on multiple <laughs> dates. Yes. But Alessandra and I have yeah. both covered this story in Alessandra was on Fox News with it, right? Yeah. Alessandra, you were interviewed by Fox News. Yes. And then I was speaking on Trending with Timory with Timory about this on Relevant Radio. So we both have delved into different aspects of this romance in various medias. Let's bring it together, Christina. Mm-hmm. So I think that people are just so fascinated with, first of all, I mean, Taylor Swift was in a six-year relationship where it was essentially the the entirety of the relationship was private, mm-hmm. except for what she wrote in her music. So Swifties, um, myself included, although we feel like we know a lot about the in the internal kind of workings of the relationship. So from from my perspective as a Swifty that's listened to every single Taylor Swift song, Taylor Swift song ever Even though created. Even quoted in the beginning of our Yeah, Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. Like, bless my heart. Like, oh my gosh, I'm such a, I'm such a, uh, a <gasps> no, I, I, listen, I've listened to every single song. Doesn't mean that I know them word for word. Um, although there are a few that I literally could recite, like, like in my sleep. So basically for what Swifties kind of know about her last six years with Joe is that she was the one that kind of masterminded the whole relationship. Literally, there's a song called Mastermind where it's like, what if I told you none of it was accidental and the first time that I saw you, I knew nothing's gonna stop me. I laid the groundwork and then, like, basically, like, she, like, what if I told you I'm a mastermind and now you're mine? Like she's a mastermind. So it was like her orchestrating everything and masterminding everything. And she's made a lot of other comments in her songs about like she made in one of her late, one of her last songs, like I wouldn't marry me either. So something about, I think that Joe Alwyn had an avoidant attachment style and something within him knew that he was not Taylor Swift's person. That's, Mm -hmm. and I think that that's also something that like, we don't really talk about. Like we label all these things as avoidant attachment style, anxious attachment style, blah, blah, blah. But like at the end of the day, there's also something very real to be said for in inner knowing that this is not your person. Therefore, that's why he's not getting married to you. He just knows it's not you. And he just knows. Or you... He's not. He's not it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or you, if you have anxious attachment, whatever it is, it's just, if we take all of that away, it may just be this inner knowing that this is not the person you're supposed to be with. Like, that's it. So I feel like... The spiritual me is saying that that's probably what it was Um, because this is Taylor Swift. Come on. Like, give me a break. So anyway, but what I what what we've now, you know, Christina, and I know that you have a lot of opinions on this, um, something that is so beautiful about the Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey relationship regardless of if this is just for publicity, which I don't like, I listen, I, I'm a romantic and I'm a believer and maybe it started off as like, maybe somebody in Taylor's camp said, Hey, give this guy a shot. He's in the NFL. This would be amazing. Like you could, like if she thought about it, like, you know what I mean? Maybe that enhanced her yes. 
but but also something that is so beautiful regardless of okay if it's a publicity stunt whatever it is what it is we won't we'll kind of ignore that but something that's so beautiful is that Travis is so actively pursuing Taylor Swift publicly unashamedly pursuing her and that is something that is so new for Taylor Swift and Christina, let's just talk about that and how it relates to men and women. Did we talk yeah. about did we talk about Nashville? Oh, <gasps> we did not. We didn't. Let's we bring did that we? up in this conversation. I talked okay. about it on trending a little bit, <gasps> but you were not Wait, in didn't that conversation. We, we didn't talk about it on the podcast yet, did we? No, we did not. We can bring that oh, up now. Oh my gosh. There was something though I did want to underline of what you were mentioning before the spiritual side of you. And I think it has to do with when someone feels not right for you, but you can still admire that person. Maybe that person is just not supposed to be your future husband or wife, but it's not that you can't admire the beauty, the accomplishments, the everything else, that how amazing that person is. But then they're just not meant to be that person, that husband or wife for you. So I think there's a difference between admiration and and probably Joe admired Taylor. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been with her for so long. But then there was that underlying sense that I, I'm not proposing because I know and he, maybe he never verbalized it or thought yeah, about it Yeah, it was like probably that. subliminal. It was probably subconscious. Underneath, right. It's and subconscious. And that happens so frequently. That's why yeah. it's important not to stay with someone that long because clearly his actions show that he's not proposing. Yeah. After but, exactly six years, no proposal. Yeah. Oh, no. My, no. No, 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 she's no, probably no, no. trying to figure out, was trying to figure out why in her song. And yeah, and maybe all, it's me. That's yeah, what it's, it's not, me. It's Hi, me, I'm the right. problem. It's me. Right. Like at but tea time, no, everyone agrees. Just, maybe it's not, not you, girl. Right one. You're not the right person for each other. Yeah. And Christina, so it's also really fascinating. There is biological um, and uh, scientific um, backing to also like just women being the pursuer of men right. and right. how how ineffective it is. Mm -hmm. um, it's so long story short, you guys absolutely, if you're interested in the literal science behind why people fall in love, how people fall in love, you absolutely must, must, must read or listen to Men Chase, Women Choose by Dr. Dawn Maisler. Okay. So I've quoted her before in the past because I heard her speak at a matchmaking conference. Okay. And I later, this was where I learned that when a man falls in love, his testosterone, his testosterone level plummets. So, and men who are in happy, committed relationships tend to have, they not tend to, they do. They have a lot lower testosterone levels than single men. If a man have high married men still have high testosterone, it's just lower than the. I mean, it's not hot, Christina. It's not high. No, I'm sorry, it's not high. It's it's low. Men's testosterone levels have to lower when they're in married. When they're married, they are. They're lower. I'm sorry. I know that that's an inconvenient truth. It doesn't make somebody less appealing to a married woman. But you guys are partnered. Testosterone. If a man has high testosterone right. levels, he's about to get a divorce. That's what science shows. Mm -hmm. If you want to see if a guy is contemplating divorce, mm -hmm. test his testosterone levels. They're going to be high. They going to be high. Okay? Single men have higher testosterone levels than married men do. They have to. Because otherwise, you can't have a man with high testosterone. If a man has high testosterone levels, he's hunting. He is hunting. And not just for food, honey. He's hunting for a different kind of meat. Okay. So that's why they lower like this is this is like, you know, Interesting. this is how um, Mother Nature wanted it to happen. 
Otherwise, no, God wanted it to happen. Yes, but yeah. God and Mother Nature, exactly. So God created the men in this way so that biologically speaking, they would be lower. But anyway, so when a man is pursuing a woman, the hippocampus is enlarged. Okay. If a woman, though, does the pursuing of the man, it almost sends a danger sign to the man and his neurotransmitters are like not, it's just not, it's not uh, natural. It's just not natural. I am not explaining this well. I'm re-listening to the book so I can explain it much better when I'm doing date coaching and when I'm talking on the podcast. It makes a lot of sense though, Alessandra, even so I'm just thinking of just people I've coached in the past and and also just mistakes I've made when I was a young Let's talk about a real world example of this. So, Christina, do you want to tell the story? I already did on trending, and I just feel really badly if the girl was listening. Well, tough. She needs to learn. She needs to learn. So, this really sweet guy, we were at a we were at an event in Nashville, and this really, really, really sweet guy was had come up and was talking to me and Christina. And, you know, he was young. (laughs) He was so young, but he was so sweet. And so we were talking and then all of a sudden this girl comes up to, it's me, my sister, and then this guy. And And he was particularly speaking to you, to Alessandra. Well, I'm the unmarried, like I'm the unmarried one. But like, regardless, he was talking to two women, one without a wedding ring, another one with a wedding ring. So Mm -hmm. like, regardless, like it it doesn't matter. He was talking to two women and focusing on us. All of a sudden, this girl comes up to our group and and I, I, me and my sister, we thought that we were very inclusive. And a lot of times women will stop us. And especially you in Nashville, Christina, me in LA, like people know me more, I feel in LA, but like you in Nashville, they'll be like, hi, I went to your talk. I went to, oh, I went to the singles talk and you were amazing. Right. So that's what I thought was happening as did you, Christina. So mm-hmm. Christina and I kind of opened the, we said, oh, hey, what's up? Like, whatever. This girl doesn't even acknowledge me and my sister. She totally goes right to the guy. And what does she say, Christina? Something about, may I have this next dance? Yes. May I have this dance? May I have this dance? And he was so perplexed and bewildered and, oh, oh my gosh. Sure. Yeah. 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 Sure. So, He said, yes. So me and my sister, we were like, oh my gosh. Like I was like, Christina, these Nashville women are, my goodness. Like not even LA girls are like, like LA women are not like that at all. Um, But these are aggressive Nashville women. Damn. So anyway, but we both said, let's just see, let's see how this plays out. Mm -hmm. So he dances with her for one song because he's a gentleman. And then what happened? It was the last, first and last dance of the night. First and last. Because men, when a man, men are hunters. And if you, basically, it's like, if you just put a dead deer on a man's doorstep, he is going to say, why is there a dead deer on my doorstep? I don't understand it. Whereas... If he went out, spent the day hunting, found this little doe and strategically kills it finally after, you know, sweating and rain and sleep and snow, and then he lugs it back. You think he's just going to leave it on his doorstep? Absolutely not. No, he's going to hang the he's going to hang the the deer's antlers and then have it be on the mantle forever. And he'll always tell, "Oh, back when I was blah blah blah, I went." But it could be the same deer, the same deer. But yeah. if it's just left dead on the doorstep. 
He's going to say, we need to, we need to call like animal protection services. Like, (laughs) so ladies, I want you to remember that there's dropping your handkerchief, which is essentially just giving, dropping your handkerchief, giving the guy like a light, like either it's smiling. It's like literally scientifically proven that, um, what what Dr. Don Maisler um encourages women to look at a man, like look at a man, smile, smile for three seconds, and then look down and then look back again. Like you're like you like caught his eye and now you're now you're shy and then you're catching his eye again. And you you do have to do something. Like you can't just like like some women can just stand around and then they'll get approached. But like I feel like you do that, Christina. You kind of just stand around and you would get approached, right? Uh, I just would never. I, yeah, I just was very wanting a man to to yeah. do the work. But I was also extremely welcoming, friendly, saying yes. hi to everyone, a matchmaker. It's not the same. As it's not the a woman same. Who just stands in the corner and doesn't do anything. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'll even say I remember I was with one of my girlfriends who is probably objectively one of the prettiest girls that I've ever seen in my entire life. Like so, so, so beautiful, and it, she just stood around and it's not like all these men were just approaching her. They just don't. Like, it's just, it doesn't really happen unless you are making eye contact, smiling. Like, there's a whole, like, truly, there's a courting ritual that goes into having a guy approach you. Um, And some men are really ballsy and just go up to, you know, just have a lot of confidence and, you know, and that's good for them. But a majority of men need a little bit of a dropping of the handkerchief. Otherwise they get, they're, they're nervous, you know? Um, But anyway, all that to say, um, like, Men need to have that surge of testosterone. They have to. They have to pursue. They have to pursue. Otherwise, it's it's a it's a dead deer on the front stoop. So anyway, but I love this for Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. I'm fascinated to see what happens. So I was one of the 27 million that tuned into the Chiefs and Jets game on last Sunday. Um, I literally went, I've, have I asked me if I've ever watched Sunday night football? Have I? I highly doubt it. Maybe like once under duress. Yeah. Like the last time I watched a football game was the Super Bowl, like five years ago. (laughs) Like I don't watch football. I not only watched the game, I went to Barney's Beanery in West Hollywood and went with one of my really good girlfriends, Erin, who is like phenomenal at sports. My other, uh, one of my besties, Bella, she's a Swifty. We went to the Taylor Swift concert together. And you guys, when I tell you, I became the biggest sports fan. Like I am... I am, but it was also because I knew that if they would have lost that game, the media would have, would have crucified Taylor Swift crucified. They would have been, that's why I was like, no, they cannot lose. Like the chiefs cannot lose because they would say, Oh, Travis is distracted and Taylor Swift is terrible for sports and vilify poor Taylor. So I think she should go to as few games as humanly possible. I think this was enough, but I also felt a little bit had because there was a, there was an ad for the Taylor Swift era's TV um, movie, like right at the beginning of the game. Like it was like an ad on TV. So I was like, are we being had right now? Like, is this? Is this just totally orchestrated? I, I mean, but she was with his mom too. And they're, they have such good. And this is what I told Fox News. I said, they both have really strong family values. They're both incredibly hardworking. They're at the pinnacles of their careers. Um, They're, you know, they they just. There's been worse matches made. 100%. 100%. So anyway, 
<laughs> Let's wait and see what happens. I think they may go, they may make a full touchdown. Oh my gosh, that's so not even like a good analogy. Yes, it is. <laughs> they may okay. be first and 10. Just don't fumble it. Don't fumble, Travis. Wow, you know a lot of terms. I was a cheerleader for many years. First and 10, do it again. All right. Okay. Now let's move on to sisterly advice. Every week we answer a listener's burning question, and every week we give them advice that only your sister would give you. Hi, sisters. I love your podcast. Alessandra, you send me, LOL. What does that mean? It's like, I think it's like a Gen Z term. So thank you so much, Gen Z. I'm using the dating apps once again after breaking up with a toxic partner. I also signed up for your basic bachelorette's database and even did a matchmaker interview. I actually don't hate dating and I've met some really cool guys so far, but also legit some total creeps and F boys. I'm learning to discern. Anyway, I keep running into this really awkward question. A guy will ask me, how's the app, this app treating you? <laughs> or how's online dating going for you? And I don't know what to say. How do I even answer that? Should I be honest and say, I met a pedophile? <laughs> <laughs> or should I keep it light from... And it doesn't say she didn't write a. I think she put her real name, and I was like, we can't okay. have that. Like, um, <laughs> okay. So, oh, that question. I, I I love this question, and it's so funny because I was I had just I had mentally made a note of something that Erica Atten from A Little Nudge had. She did like this little graphic on what to say. Um, when somebody asks a question like this, and I just had remembered it. So I went back and grabbed it. So, and this is really wonderful advice that, but that I, I would, this is what I would advise. Mm -hmm. Um, so basically just say something like this. It's been good. I've met some really interesting people just looking for the right connection. So just keep it positive. Right. Um, I mean, I, I, because a lot of times when you say, oh my gosh, everyone's crazy. Mm -hmm. It's it when you say things that are negative about others, it's it actually a reflection you. on you. Yeah. Especially you. when in your dating, like, it's like a guy that says, oh, my exes are crazy. And then it's like, actually you're, you're the problem. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like you're the problem. It's you. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think like it's been good. I've met some really interesting people just looking for the right connection. Like, yeah, like it's been good. I've I've met some really just and if you're talking in person, that's also something that you can say too. Um, and this is also good for matchmaker dates too, because I know that you signed up with us, which is so great. And hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we can match you. Um, but as a basic member, so the way that it works with us is that um, you sign up. If you sign up for a basic membership, there's no guarantee that you'll be matched with a certain number of bachelors. Um, and if you do a matchmaker interview, that's amazing. So basically, you um, so this young lady uh, did an interview with one of the matchmakers. So um, that's awesome, and that definitely enhances just your profile and your chances of actually being matched. Um, but there is no guarantee. With priority members, however, they get a certain number of bachelors or bachelorettes they're meeting over the course of the year. So it is like guaranteed matchmaking. They're working with a team of matchmakers, all of that. Um, but I think also just something that a lot of people run into when they're doing, um, when they're going on a matchmaker date is this question as well. Like, oh my gosh, mm. what date am I of you? Like, it's just, right. it's never fun. Like, even though in the moment you're thinking like, oh my gosh, let me tell them about my crazy dating stories. Right. It just is very unappealing. Like it is it's unappealing in every way. Mm -hmm. It's a huge turn off. I remember I had gone on a date with this lovely guy or I thought he was lovely. And I mean, he's lovely. Like he was like, whatever. And, but I remember he was just talking about like all of his dating experience and like, 
It was just, I was just kind of like, oh gosh, like how many, how many dates have you been on? Like how many women have you been with? Because I just hear, I hear in my reptilial brain or in my, well, not reptilial, but my, like, like, what is it? My mammalian brain. Like I hear if a man, I hear a man who's talking and I hear he's been with other women and that's not appealing Mm -hmm. for me and Mm -hmm. that's not safe and that's dangerous. So that's the kind of barbaric brain that speaks subconsciously when a guy is talking about that. Same with a, same with a, a woman. If you're saying like, Oh my gosh, it's just been, Oh, it's been terrible. And all these crazies, like maybe one funny story, but, but a lot of time, like you're not a comedian. No, it just doesn't land. Just don't, just don't don't. want the other person to feel like the only man or woman in the world. Otherwise it will, they'll feel this strange. It's awkward. Yeah. Yeah, It's just, it does something like it just puts you in a weird mindset. So just like, Mm -hmm. don't talk about former relationships or don't talk about dates. Like if they ask also about like, Oh, well tell me when was your last relationship? Like Lord knows I've been guilty of giving way too much information. Like I, I, Mm -hmm. I just have been like, you just, especially if you're just like recently out of a relationship and you're dating it's hard because you're like, it feels very fresh to you. So you're just like, oh my gosh, like I should tell them that like, I should tell them about it. Like they need to, they don't need to know. They just no, don't they need don't. to know. And you're, in fact, you're using it as a therapy session at that point. Yeah. It's not good. Don't, if yeah. you have to, if you feel like you have to do that, you shouldn't be on a date. You should, hi, yeah, get a therapist. It's right. so true. because Or talk not. to, just take time away from dating if you feel yeah. like you need to offload about the past relationship on someone. Yeah. Save that for your girlfriends or your therapist, not yes. the guy that you're dating. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've been so guilty of that, Christina, in the past. Well, now you know. Ugh, That's what we always say. If people are not, we're not perfect. <sighs> I was never perfect. You were never perfect. We all make mistakes. That's for sure. We've all done a lot of these things that we tell people not to do because we learn the hard way. Oh, and that's why we people sure are do. listening shouldn't feel like, oh, I'm so awful. Like I, I'm so too far gone to be good no. at this. No, no. You listen to this advice for the first time. If you're listening to this podcast, now, you know, for the future and you yeah. can make better choices, but don't shame yourself because you didn't know it in the past. Yeah. Forgive them, Father. They know not what they do. Okay. Let's let's move move on on. to We Couldn't Help But Wonder. As sisters, we grew up watching Sex and the City. Now, as personal matchmakers in 2023, we are living in a very different dating landscape than the ladies once were. In this segment, we debate each question that Carrie couldn't help but wonder. Episode by episode through today's lens, this is season six, episode one. To market, to market. (laughs) Do you know why that's funny, Alessandra? No. There's a children's book that's called To Market, To Market, To Buy a Red Hen. It's this rhyming book that Austin used to have. And then I, think I hated we that book. It. <laughs> we washed it. It was so weird, we no wasn't it? Have it. No, it was, there was an, there was this old lady and she kept bringing in new animals that kept destroying her kitchen. Oh yeah, I remember reading that book and just not <laughs> understanding what was going on. Good. Something. That was God's work. That was God's hand. Okay, so well, this is what Carrie couldn't help wonder. When it comes to finance and dating, why do we keep investing? Oh, Carrie, love you. Um, so Carrie, this is the little recap. Carrie finally has a hot date with Jack Berger, but she is worried the whole time that she'll screw it up. So then to calm down, the girl suggests that she has a simu date prior to her date with Jack. Um, Though the simu date doesn't go well, and then Carrie runs into Aiden... Oh my gosh, she still decides to go on her date with Jack. Meanwhile, Charlotte is still in love with Harry and Harry still refuses to marry a non-Jew. Oh gosh, girl, I understand that struggle. Um, I love Jewish men, like generally. Um, I just love men in just, every other religion other than... <laughs> you love most men, let's be real. 
I don't. I'm very particular. I it's like very special when I actually like somebody. But I just I don't know. I tend to like I don't know. Anyway, okay. Miranda admits her feelings for Steve, but is crushed when she finds out he's in a relationship. Samantha then sleeps with her new stockbroker neighbor, and he gives her stock tips. And then remember the the um. She gets busted. So funny. So, like, he ends up getting busted, like, while he's there because he was giving her insider trading tips. And he was, like, giving all these women insider trading tips. Her new neighbor. Another reason to never date your neighbor. (laughs) You guys, learn from me. No, but learn from me and Samantha. Just don't date your neighbor. Um, Or we'll have to move. Or he'll go to jail. Not in my case, but in Samantha's case. Um, oh, dear. Okay. Let me answer this question. What is yeah. a simu-date? So I think it's kind of like with, you know, Christina, how we do a mock date. So right. I don't remember this portion of the episode at mm-hmm. all. I don't remember it. I have to rewatch this episode. Okay. But it's basically like a mock date or... Okay, so she went out with another guy or... Yeah, I with, think she went out okay. with another guy and it didn't go very well. And then she ended I up see. running into Aiden, which is, oh gosh, after she did him so dirty. <laughs> like I'm now... Because I'm re I always watch like ongoing Sex and the City and I'm now at where she finally tells Aiden that she had an affair um, with Big, and it's just, oh, it's just, she's just, her, she's horrible in those moments. Um, but anyway, but a mock date though, Christina, I do think that there is something to be said in 2023 on like a lot of women are like, oh, I don't want to go on a date unless, like, we have a client right now who we are really encouraging her to meet another client. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit older than her ideal age range, but he's very successful. He, like, like has an amazing life is kind is lovely is the same religion is very active in her in the religion all of that and she's just so like she's like i don't know and it's not even like one of her matches like this is just a date and i just mm-hmm. encourage women to go like if just go on dates because you're perfecting like dating is not easy like right. It's it's very nerve-wracking. And also, if you really like somebody, a lot of times, if you haven't been on a date in a long time, it you get really in your head, you are freaking out, and then you don't put your best foot forward. So I'm a big believer in dating. And obviously, you're dating with intention, so don't just date any random person, but Anyway, so I, I'm a big believer and a mock date is so great. So Christina, tell them about what we do at Matchmakers in the City. For our mock dates? Yeah. Okay. Well, in some of our memberships, a mock date is something that you get and it is where we choose someone who, I guess sometimes we might in real time match you with that person. Like it wouldn't be the worst thing ever if they randomly fell in love, but most likely they're not not, a match. Right. They're usually not a match. And then one of our matchmakers facilitates the, oh, actually that was, we have two different kinds also. Yeah. So one of them, no matchmaker is present. It just goes off like a normal date and then that's how it happens. But then another option is... And then we get the feedback, Christina. We get the feedback from the man. We get the feedback. So it's good because we're getting real-time feedback that we can then, like... And the guy... They they know they're being matched, but a lot of times the guy... Like, it's it's not like, oh, this is a mock date. But sometimes it is. Like, hey, we need you to go on a date. It's a mock date. It's not the best match for you, but we want you to just, like, give us feedback on how the date goes so that she can improve or he can improve. Right. And one of my favorites is when the matchmaker actually goes on the date too and oh, facilitates it and sees what's going on because that feels more like a learning experience. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean that I, I like, I get that. And I know that we've done that in the past before, but I almost, I like the kind of other option yeah, better because, because people feel weird when yeah. someone's watching. I would feel so, so weird if I somebody was watching I me. Would oh my yeah. gosh. So that one was the first, the second one that I said is, is much more rare. And it's when someone really yeah. requests that. Exactly. And also it's really good for guys who just really need like, like top to bottom, like, okay, Mm -hmm. like how are you greeting the woman? Like, what are you wearing when you're going on a date? Like how, how are you coming off? Like, are you, you know, when you're like, what questions are you asking? Like, it's just, it's more for the guys that just need that little extra, just little extra zhuzh. Um, and I love that. That's beautiful. But anyway. Need to finish off this Sex and the City episode about why do why do we keep investing? I think people who, when they're called to being married, there's this fire in your heart to meet the right person. And there sure is. I've got the fire. Yeah. It I burns. I know <laughs> it, it burns. does. It hurts. I know. I it had that burns. when I was single. That's why when you meet yeah. the right person, it, there is a piece, especially that comes when you more with more commitment that comes out of that relationship. But that fire is there for a reason. And you have to, your job is to keep keep allowing yourself those as many experiences as possible with to meet that right person. Like Alessandra yeah. mentioned, with being open if matchmakers are trying to match you on a date, maybe the person's a little bit different than you wrote down in your profile, it's okay. Yeah. I think that's what we can take away from this. And let's let's yeah. go to catching up with the Contis. Alessandra, I know you wanted to tell us a little bit about your Fox News thing. And then should I tell talk about I that? mean, yeah, that that was from last time, Christina. So I that was just there. But yes, but actually okay. this Oh yeah. We didn't put no, that no, there but this first. week, yeah, this week as well, there was a Fox News. Yeah, I did an interview with them about um Taylor and Travis. But yeah, Christina, go for it. Great. And then I was on Trending with Timory on Relevant Radio last week. That was Thursday, September 28th. And we did a real deep dive into Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift as well. But that. we talked about different things in it. And then we also talked about, should you do speed dating? Mm-hmm. Make sure to listen to that podcast. It's on the Relevant Radio app, as well as on my website, which is Matchmaker Christina Conti, and that's C R I S T I N A Conti C O N T I dot com, and it's on my press page. If you want to listen to all my episodes with with Timory, I'm trending with Timory. I love that. Amazing, Christina. Well, thank you so much. And you guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, We love you all. Be sure to submit any questions that you have. You can DM me or Christina, um, or send us an email as well. Um, at, you can email Nina at Nina and matchmakersinthecity.com. Um, and yeah, we're sending you guys all of our best. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Dating in the City. For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com.